Clayton. Hello. It's an it's Odisode time. It's time for an Odisode. Why do I feel like like the blue skidoo or like the blues clues intro should start playing? But just say Odisode. The Odisode. I'm trying to think of the damn blues clues song. <laughs> we just got a letter. We Ooh, just got see? a letter. Is that right? That's part of Blues Clues. Oh, yeah. And then, mail time. Literally. <laughs> we might start ripping off Blues Clues. We're delusional. I had such a crush on Steve. Can I say that oh out loud? Oh, my gosh. No, don't say that out loud. I still follow him on Instagram. Oh, my Steve God. Burns Alive. He's still cute. Uh. Has no hair, but still cute. He went through like a grunge phase in Seattle for a while. Whoa. I literally... So I was... Nine months pregnant with Carter and Cassie, and I was bedridden, and it was me and Zach home all day alone, and we just watched Blue's Clues, and I'm like, God, he's so cute. And then they freaking replaced him with Steve. No, not Steve. What was the other guy's name? Joe. Joe. That fucking guy. Steve was Because the they said Steve went to college. Yeah. He was already 40. Like his contract's <laughs> up to me. <laughs> he wanted more money. But- it's mail time. Here's the mail. It never fails. It makes, makes me want to wag, wag my tail. tail. When it comes, I want to wag mail. Oh, gosh. God, that's awesome. Oh, what did thank- it say? <laughs> I think it was. We just got an error. <laughs> we just got an error. Hey, guys, oh. this is Blue's Clues, the podcast. <laughs> oh, the good old days. But what an episode is, is we get mail. We do get mail. From listeners. Because we ask for it. Like you, right? Because we beg for right. it is more like it. And you guys send in these amazing stories. And Clayton and I like to read stuff out loud. We do. So it's the perfect mix. And you guys like to listen. So here we are. Clayton, I think you should go first. Okay. So our first story says, hi, guys. I'm pretty sure I've been listen- binge listened to your podcast three times. Oh, she's the best. I thank my friend Anna for introducing me. Y'all rock. Yay, Anna. Also really jealous that she got to meet you guys at your live podcast in Seattle. Oh, Anna. (laughs) Anywho, here's my story. The title is Thunderstorm. I was living in Huntington, West Virginia with my husband and three kids. We rented an adorable home while my then husband was in pharmacy school. I've always felt, air quotes, sensitive. Mm, Same. And like I was never alone. And this home was no different. I always heard someone walking in the upstairs bedrooms and just as the general and just had the general sense of being watched. Then one day it escalated. We were having an extremely intense thunderstorm one summer to the point you could predict by dinner time we would be waiting for a tornado watch. Oh, yeah. Been there. Done that. Absolutely. Last week. No, two days ago. <laughs> yes. We went to bed one night and a storm started late. While we were asleep, lightning hit the flagpole beside our home and and cracked with the most terrifying noise. Oh my god, that would I yes, bolt in the straight up in yeah. bed. Yeah. We all screamed and my children ran to the room while I was nursing my 3-month-old. After that, the air was literally electric for hours. You could feel the static and the kids decided to sleep in the living room with me. After a while, we fell asleep, but I for some reason awakened startled. When I did, I saw my daughter Rosalie then too walk back to her room. I decided to go check on her and tuck her in. To find that she was nowhere in her bed. What? I turned to the living room and did not see her and ran to my bedroom to find her still sleeping with her dad. <gasps> I then realized that the little girl that I saw was wearing a nightgown and had a bob. My daughter only had on a diaper since I had not seen the full body as- 
apparition since I was about four, I was about, or I was a bit freaked out. Yeah. And there was no way in hell I was going to be sleeping. The next day, I told my husband what I saw, and I finally started taking my footstep stories more seriously. Uh, yeah. Then that night, my daughter was in her bed with her lamp on and door cracked. She started screaming and said there was a scary man smiling at her in the crack of the door. No! Not smiling. No! This happened for about three months after the storm, when, and we all slept with our doors open with lights for her to sleep. Gotcha. I told her dad that I kept feeling that someone was watching me in the doorway. One night, it was happening even with the door open, and she couldn't calm down. I went to her room and told her to say, you are scaring me and you need to leave. Yes. We both did this for a couple of nights and the sightings finally stopped. When their father and I divorced and we moved out, we had another pharmacy student move in. When they both finally moved out of the home, their dad asked them if they had ever heard footsteps upstairs or saw people walking around. The friend said, yes, but I always thought it was you at home before me. Side note, I really want to go investigate this house. Yes. Thank you, Chelsea. Wow, that, that was, was good. great. And the smiling is terrifying. Absolutely terrifying. But seriously, I firmly believe that spirits feed off of electric energy. Absolutely. And it gives them the, because I can't think of another word other than energy, the energy they need to in turn communicate with yeah. us. But for that much, that long? I know. That's it's crazy. We need to run down to Fear Fair, the haunted attraction in Seymour, and just grab his Tesla coil. Right. And, and just, just bring let it, it everywhere. Run I imagine lightning smells like that Tesla coil. Yes. Which sometimes we're on investigations, and, and just out of that. nowhere, you can smell that, that electricity, electricity in the air. And then shit gets crazy. Yep. I love it. I have a story here from Ursula. Okay. Ursula has submitted a story in the past, and she's also our Photoshop whiz, who makes amazing fan art for lack of a better word of us photoshops our head on interesting situations um ursula's the title is it's me ursula hi kitsy hi clayton last night i listened to your podcast retrograde shit love that one and i was delighted that you read my stories kitsy the way you read aloud made my story sound much better Mm, thanks for kissing my ass, but debatable. <laughs> it was very exciting to listen. I had goosebumps. Thank you so much. Now I want to send you more. To answer your question, I do not consider myself a medium by any means. I kind of wish I were. Unfortunately, due to growing up and becoming a very busy adult, boo, hiss, same girl, same, I have not been able to see anything as clearly as when I was under the age of 10. Although I'm very sensitive feeling-wise, same girl, same, my partner and I love to go to estate sales and all the older home, and and the older the home, the better. We're both very sensitive to the air of a place, whether it's filled with dread, despair, angst, or possibly even warm and fuzzy. Yes, all the things. I plan on sharing more stories with you as they return to memory. As for now, I have one to share. Back in my early 30s, my friends and I became increasingly intrigued with ghost hunting. So much so, we formed a group. We called ourselves PIE. I like pie. Just kidding. Paranormal Investigative Enthusiasts. This was also a bit of an inside joke. Because all but one of us, 12 women, were lesbians. LOL. <laughs> uh -uh. That was beautiful. Okay. And 
I like pie. Anyway, um, finally, <laughs> once we were all able to get our schedules aligned, we planned a night of local hotspots for supposed hauntings that we found on a very helpful website. Most of these locations were cemeteries in the metro Detroit area. We waited, waited until near midnight and organized our little multi-vehicle caravan. That would be so amazing to see, just, you know, a ghost caravan. It was cool, beautiful, and a starry night. The most memorable experience from this evening took place at a cemetery that was located next to an old bar. Perfection bar and cemetery. While we were in the cemetery, we could faintly hear the seeming humorous debauchery. That word just is not used enough. Debauchery? Debauchery? Yeah. According to the handy dandy website in this graveyard, if you ask Elizabeth politely, she would allow you to take her picture. I love ghosts that respond. Just, yeah, just be polite. Yeah. Which we've learned. I was intrigued by this, so as I was slowly walking through the, mind you, pitch-dark cemetery, I would stop at random headstones and say these words. Elizabeth, may I take your picture? I did this for several snaps of my camera while going from random headstone to random headstone. My friends and I were ghosting on. (laughs) What an amazing night it was. We ended that evening at a local Denny's where we ate and traded stories of the last several hours. Again, decompressing after a ghost story. We just talked about that. Fast forward to the next day. My friends were eager. Everyone was sending out the pictures via email from the night's excitement. As I was finally able to go through my pics, I saw the unbelievable. I managed to get an impressive photo. I kid you not. One of the random headstones had the name Elizabeth carved in it. No way. I was aghast. My group was floored. Elizabeth heard us and played along with our shenanigans. Ooh. That sounds like a fun group. Just saying. Absolutely. Yes. (laughs) Love it. So the next story from friend of the show, Mags, says, so I have this weird occurrence. I'm going to say this happened to me when I was was 10, about 22 years ago. Back then, seatbelt laws were not as strict as they are today. I was in the family minivan taking a trip to visit my family in St. Louis. My dad was driving, and I was sitting behind the driver's seat. We've been driving for at least 30 minutes. I was reading a book. When I casually reached behind me and buckled the seatbelt. Right as the click happened, the minivan swerves out of the lane (gasps) as a car almost hit us. Oh, shit. As I look up, I saw the car merging that definitely would have hit us. Since then, I feel like deja vu events happen too frequently for me to count. Oh, wow. The reason I'm sending this story now is... Is my listening to the podcast, and while listening to episode 24, Kitsy talks about watching the Ted Bundy movie on Netflix... My body was covered in goosebumps, and I thought that I had heard this before. This was the first time listening to this episode. So on that note, thanks for the wonderful entertainment and what gets me through my workday. I have deja vu all the time. And we've I think we've talked about this on an episode. If yeah. not, we've talked about it. Just b- us. The two right. of us. But you have an explanation for deja vu. Yes. So when I was um, studying psychology, they basically said that the way deja vu works is it's almost like a little like misfire in your brain. Cause like your brain just constantly going yeah. and like putting stuff into short term memory and long term memory and yada, yada, yada. And basically what it is, is it's a misfire is for some reason, things that are happening get fired to your long term memory 
before your short-term memory. So that's why you feel like you remember something. But it's, it's actually, but it's actually just like happening. still happening. Okay. But it's just like this little blip in all your things firing in your brain. I hate Wow, when my voice happens. is cracked like eight times today. <laughs> okay, Peter Brady. Um, <laughs> but it's But when it happens, it just feels so real. It's like, oh, I dreamt about that three months exactly. ago, and I remember dreaming about it. And when it happens it. to me, I'm always like, what's going to happen next? What's going to happen? Like the, trying to Literally, like... <laughs> I think it, it's like a an omen, like something bad's going to happen sometimes. I'm like, yeah. oh my God. And then what happened in the dream after that? Yes. And I will rack my brain. That's oh, great. It makes me crazy. Or it is dreams. Maybe psychologists are wrong. Who knows? Okay, I have one that is subject line, creepy slash ghost stories. It's from a friend of mine I've known for years on Facebook, Margie. Um, She says, my brother has always said I was the portal to the other side. Girl, we need to hang out more than just on Facebook. (laughs) I'm just saying. Weird things seem to follow me or happen to me. I'll tell you you a few things that have happened in my life. My grandmother passed away in 1996. My eldest son was around three years old. Shortly after she passed, we were playing in the living room, and he pointed to the corner of the ceiling and said, Grandma was there. Mm-hmm. My grandmother lived in Arizona. We lived in Michigan. I haven't burped in an episode in a hot minute. There you go. Anyway, um, he only saw her once when he was four months old. A few months later, we were on our way to her burial. She was cremated, and he started giggling and laughing hysterically in the back seat. He was alone. I asked him what was so funny, and he said, Grandma is so funny. No. Yeah, in the car? Nope. You know, I understand the... Did it freak you out, Margie? I don't I don't know what I would do. I'd just be like, oh, okay. okay. <laughs> um, next one, about 10 years ago, I was visiting my brother. He lives two hours away from me. I was watching a movie, sitting on his couch, all alone at night. Something caught my eye. I looked over to my right and saw two little girls were standing there. They were wearing dresses. The older girl had her arm around the younger one. Scared me, exclamation point, exclamation point. She just leaves it at that. Oh. That's slightly terrifying. Terrifying. Who were the little girls? I want to know more. Okay. The next time I stayed at my brother's, I was upstairs in bed, and I woke up and saw an elderly woman in the bedroom. Your brother's house is haunted. I'm just saying. (laughs) Um, She had on light-colored nightgown. With spaghetti straps, she was terrified. She says, I immediately started praying and asking God to take it away. Now when I go to my brother's, I say a prayer. I don't want to see anything. (laughs) We have seen orbs in photographs. I hear my name said aloud when no one is around. Your brother's house is haunted. Absolutely. (laughs) Whether it's because you're a little more sensitive than your brother, it's not you. It's his house. The strangest story happened in my hometown. Downtown is quite old. They broke up many of the old buildings into smaller businesses. I went into a consignment shop, one entrance in, and you use the same door to exit. Very small shop. As soon as you walk in, the cash register is on the right. I walked in all by myself. No one followed me in, and I'm sure of this. I was greeted immediately. Hello, ladies. 
<laughs> I looked around. I'm alone. Shrugged it off. I'm looking around. The same lady approaches me and asks if she can help us find anything. Uh-uh. I tell her, well, I'm alone. <laughs> her face went white. She told me she saw a woman come in with me, and she was very close to me, and still was. <gasps> she was tall, thin, had long red hair. I have chills as I type this. Guardian angel? Question mark. Ghost? Question mark. Okay, maybe Marjorie's, Margie's haunted. Whoa. That's slightly terrifying. Terrifying. I know Margie's a redhead, so the ghost having long red hair could be guardian yeah. angel, family member, whatever. She said, I have more, but I won't bore you. I am not bored in any shape or form. She said, I hope you enjoy. Those are great. Those are so good and terrifying. Yes. Can you imagine? I'd be like, this woman is nuts. Like, yeah. <laughs> the worker. I'm like, okay. Yeah. Uh, bitch, um, go away. So this story is from William. It says, I'll include a couple stories, one being a sighting of a strange creature one night. Ooh. This creature wasn't the famous panther. I've seen plenty of those, so I know they exist, and that's not what this was. That's a, no, it's not our first creature. Go ahead. So June 2008, I was on my way home from work. I believe it was around 11.30 p.m. Ahead of me in the distance, I saw a deer cross the road in front of me. Just just a short bit after, a very large creature crossed the road as if stalking it. Hmm. Illinois State Road 37 is a two-lane highway, and this creature took up a whole lane and a half. Oh, shit. Starting at the edge of the road. It was hunkered down like a cat would stalk something, but this wasn't a cat. The front haunches were like a heat. A hyenas. Ooh. Yikes. I couldn't tell if it had a tail, but it looked more dog-like. Um, if I had to say something it looked like, it would have reminded me of a werewolf like on American Werewolf of London. The Beast of Bay Road head south. But that's what it reminded me of. After passing the point where they crossed the road, I turned to see if I could see it again. No luck. I did see the deer trying to hide in a yard a few behind a few trees, laying there shaking as if terrified of something. Oh, that's scary. That's so scary. Right. Where did the werewolf go? I don't know. So they the next one is into the woods. Crybaby Bridge. Ooh. And this is not. He says this is not the Crybaby Bridge in Monmouth, Illinois. This bridge is located in West Frankfort, Illinois, and is a local legend. Oh. I don't have the exact date on this. Supposedly in the 2030s, maybe 40s. Not sure. I've just started researching this deeper as I finally had an experience there. Mm. Legend says that a woman was on her way somewhere when her car broke down on the bridge. It was freezing and snowing. She'd been drinking and had a newborn baby in the car with her. A bitch face. Mm-hmm. They say that she took the baby out of the car and was walking the creek bank to a friend's house nearby. They found her a few days later frozen solid but never found the baby. <gasps> they say if you go to the bridge at night, shut off your car, get out, wait a few minutes, get back in, try to start your car. It's not supposed to start the first time, but you will hear a baby cry. I have taken people out there for years and nothing ever happened, although the car didn't start right away once. That would be exciting. But never heard a thing. It's about five years ago I was telling my wife the story as we were driving through the area. She scares easy, she says. (laughs) As I came to the bridge, I stopped. I didn't get out this time. Just sat with the windows down listening in the dark. She asked to leave because it was creeping her out. Yeah. I started the car. No problem starting. Right after it started, a baby cried. No, no joke. I looked at my wife and said, did you hear that? She replied, that was actually a baby crying. Please, let's go. 
That's the first time I'd ever heard a baby there. I'd heard several animals in my life, from fox to bobcat and more. This is a rural area, and there was nothing that sounds like a baby crying. I hope you enjoyed, and they are useful to you. I was going to include them on my podcast that I started, but I really like what you guys are doing. Like I said, I'm picky when it comes to podcast. Thank you, William. William, what's your podcast? You should have plugged your podcast. But thanks for letting us read them. Those <laughs> yeah, are no actually kidding. really good. I know. There are there, so many legends like that. I didn't know there was more than one Me Cry either. Baby Bridge. I didn't either. Because one of the videos just went viral recently because um, everybody in the paranormal world was pissed at this one guy for yelling at the woman that yep. allegedly lost her baby. And shit went crazy when he did. But um, those were great. Yeah, those were good. Thank you. Yeah. And drop us an email with your podcast. We'll give you a shout out. Yeah. So that's. That's it for this episode, huh? Do you you have a story? You listening right now. Do you have a story? We want your story. Send it to oddityfilescrew at gmail.com. I love these episodes. Short, sweet, to the point. Their stories. Yeah. And I kind of skim over them when we get them. But sometimes Alzheimer's, I forget. Sometimes I I forget. Uh, And, you know, stuff like that. So it's always... I love sitting down and reading stories. Me so, too. Yay. So check out all our odd- other episodes. They're listed differently on the on the all the podcast apps. It's just episode and then uh, it gives a, a quick little number. Um, but make sure you're uh, rate, reviewing, and subscribing to us. We have a contest we do every month in case you're just somebody who just listens to the episodes. Right. Um, Rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Take a screen grab of your review and email it to us at oddityfilescrew at gmail. And then uh, you could win a prize once a month. Yes, we're begging for your reviews, (laughs) bribing you, if you will. We're on all the socials at Oddity Files, website oddityfiles.com. We also have an investigative show on Amazon Prime. Yes, we do. Search Oddity Files on Amazon Prime. We're free to Prime members, or I think we're like 50 cents an episode. Yeah. Super cheap. So thanks for listening, guys. We adore you. Bye. Weird is a new cool. (laughs) Oh, I was like, wicka, wicka. Anyway, ghost on. (laughs)